welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate.
Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast. That was Spaceman by Sleep Nation. Hi, Carl and Greg. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hi, Carl and Greg. <laughs> I, I, li- I like that track. I was like... That, the drums, I th- like I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna dance on TikTok to that later. <laughs> oh, I would pay money to see that, Greg. There's a lot going uh, I, on with that track. They're doing a lot I, of different it's stuff. It's so much fun. I mean, you know, I these these kind of art pop bands, uh, if they've got a big sense of humor, and I think their tongues are squarely in their cheeks on this track. I think it's. I think it's a blast. Well, you got to see had me they, at the at the Duran Duran guitar sound. They have a video too, which is kind of cool. It's like yeah. four four guys with space outfits sitting in a, <laughs> in a jeep driving around. It's it's kind of weird. It's like yeah, they definitely there's a, there's a sense of humor with these guys. I like it. It's funny. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it too. We'll have to link the video for everyone to watch because it is pretty. It's kind of pretty psychedelic and out there. It's like it's yeah. like you'd like we, it because it's like lo-fi, cheesy but cool. Like it's <laughs> it's it's funny because they're driving because they're, they're this funny thing. They're in like these really cool spacesuits, like Apollo spacesuits. But yeah. you can see they're sitting in a jeep. I know? love I love the whole mid-century thing of spacemen and right. celebrating s- space. You know, and for you kids out there um, uh, on the first journey record there's my favorite track of all time from journey is called spaceman go listen to that so what are we talking about well the drama continues this week based off of the conversation we had last week when it comes to spotify and who is leaving this week in stance with what neil young kind of started last week yeah i know i know uh, matter of fact sounds like all of laurel cannon's leaving like there aren't enough people to leave to make it. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys see the meme? Uh, Millie Vanilli is pulling someone else's music. I thought that was hilarious. Oh yeah, and then uh, I saw another one. I saw. I saw another one says where Yoko Ono is threatening to put her music up on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's cheesy, but it's just funny. I, yeah. I laughed when I read it. You know. But apparently, it's not just Laurel Canyon people. Now you you've got like some podcasters and people in the mix. Like India Re is actually pulling her content off of Spotify, and I guess um, Mary Trump, who is the niece of Donald Trump, is also pulling her podcast off of there. Again, so. what in you the know, world? It's still it, it's all well and good. I'm sure, there's some, no misinformation it, it on gets, that. It gets some press, but. It's n- it's not going to make a dent. It's too big at this point. It's the monolith now. Unless, you know, because all the young people, they don't just become all the old dudes are taking this stuff <laughs> down who nobody cares about anyway. You know, so all the young people go, who's Joni Mitchell? You know, like, well, it, what, who's what, what, really, what really bugs me about this whole dialogue is the idea that they're de- the, the creative community demonizes Spotify when and they never acknowledge that the very – the very labels that they are signed to are owners in Spotify. You know, I mean, they're in league with one another. So this fake battle that goes on between, you know, the, 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 the artist community and Spotify, why, they only need to look as far as their own label to figure out who's not paying them, you know? Yeah, I get it. But see, but it goes beyond just money and, and, Neil Young's making a statement. You know, he's not, right, he, you know, right. but he has the clout to make the statement of saying, listen, so that's, and, and to make people think, and it's working. People are talking about it. And, and I think Joe Rogan even apologized and whatever, but who no, knows? He, but like, he did, which is interesting. And I think The Rock actually complimented Joe Rogan on his apology. 
Right, so it's, it, the world's becoming stupid. Yeah, I'm not under. I'm not understanding when I, you know, when I was coming up, you know, uh, a guilty pleasure was to grab a couple of the Star and National Enquirer magazines, you know, as you were going through the uh, line in the grocery store, and you could give those to your grandparents. And it was or nonsense. You it could read nonsense. them yourself. Yeah, and it's like aliens abducted by. Jimmy Hoffa and Bigfoot and nobody ever, you know, tried to cancel those folks, you know, I mean, although I think they probably did some harm later in their journalistic endeavors because they were playing gotcha journalism, you know, it was kind of bad, actually. They probably also contributed to the paparazzi thing. Once some, someone said something that's funny years ago, it goes, if the Inquirer says you're going to die, you're probably going to die. Because they, <laughs> they're probably right. They Because they, they pay those nurses and doctors. But I mean, when you stop and think about how politically incorrect those publications were, and, you know, it was just, it was known. It was a known thing. I mean, I don't think there was anybody in America that read those things and believed what they read. Right. So but maybe there were I mean, maybe maybe there was a maybe there's a whole society of people that are absolute imbeciles. It's a different world now because of because that was just because basically there was just your your Uncle Steve who was an idiot. Oh, shit, don't listen to him. He's an idiot. But now <laughs> right. Uncle Steve has 40 million listeners. So like, <laughs> so that's the difference. Well, and I guess my questioning is for like Neil Young, like why now? Like. Joe Joe Rogan's had his podcast on Spotify for what a year now, two years. So like, why all? I guess he like, heard what he heard why? this thing now and it rumped it the wrong way. I don't know why. Anytime, why well, I anytime. guess, but and I and I just really don't get it. I mean, I've listened to hundreds of hours of Joe Rogan's podcast, and really, I haven't heard one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've listened. I, I I've been a fairly regular listener. I thought he's uh, just and, that Berko had that stupid show. He ate bugs. That's all I know about him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's that. That's kind of. Uh, he was kind of a hired gun talking head in that thing you know he's he's really kind of hard to pin down i mean he's he was kind of a you know he he came up in this uh martial arts world uh he's very bright and very quick and smart he's like kind of pro weed pro party pro um i don't know i don't know how else you would describe him but he is smart and he does he he does a really amazing job at these interviews he's got this kind of style where he can talk to somebody for three hours and make it interesting. He listens to what, you know, to the responses of the people he has on the show. And I think that's his defense is the idea. Look, I'm just, I'm an entertainer and I'm putting people on that I think might be interesting. You know, I, I can't vouch for everything they're saying. He made this statement himself. He didn't like, it wasn't just something that was said on the show. He made this proclamation about his thoughts on this that were incorrect. That's what happened. Well, that that may be the case. I mean, it but everybody case. gets their own opinion as to how they heal, right? Uh, and and I think there no, was some controversy. But when you say something that's scientifically incorrect, and, and millions of people are, yeah, he's right. I'm I'm, I'm going to shoot glue in my in my earlobe. You know, like you know. Then but see, I don't think we can be in the business, and I don't think the FCC should be in the business of keeping people from drinking gasoline. You know, I mean, why well, do we why have not? to do well, that? Why not? We, we there's some guidelines to help the, you know, what? So like, do what uh, you no, want. So why do we have seat? Why do we have seat belts? Why do we have driver's license? Why do we have, I'm, you know, you need a I'm license to fish. Those are good either. Now nah, you need yeah. some kind. If you, if you let the world just go, 
people will just run amok. It'll be a mess. We need these regulations. I want the government and political parties out of my life. I want them out of my life completely. I disagree. I think we need we need regulation. I think we I think we need guidance. I don't necessarily think it comes down to like regulation in terms, but like we we need like guides on not necessarily how to no, live life, but like we need not what, guidance. What shouldn't we do? Like, should we really drink the gasoline? Probably not. We need regulation. You know, guidance is like saying, you know what, you know, you corporations, you shouldn't put that much um, mercury in your tuna fish. That's just some guidelines. Maybe don't do that. We can't do that. We got to say, you're not allowed to put this much, you know, you got to make a, a regulation or else they'll just abuse it. People don't care. I'm sorry. If Left I think we're own. being. I think we're being abused in the name of capitalism as I, it is. Well, I think if I think you there's let, so many things that go down that if you let we're not people even do what Excuse they me, need to do, most people will do the wrong thing in the long term. You know, especially when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to corporations. Given the opportunity, <laughs> given the opportunity, people will cut corners. People da, will not da, be da, conscientious. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you, you want? You, all right. <laughs> Given the opportunity, people will always do the wrong thing. Well, especially the, the in, a capitalist, in a capitalistic in world, a capitalist they're going to try and make the most money as possible. So, I'm sorry. So it's proven. It's proven. You know what? Let's. You know what are you laughing about? So, like, I, I, I just think it's funny because it's you know it's, it's rather ironic and and I think. To some degree, true. No, but that, that's my feeling. So I think we need regulation and we need a certain degree of monitoring, you know, and uh, and that's all. I, I, I believe in, 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 in privacy and that kind of stuff and certain things that, you know, I don't want to be invaded. But I think there are lines, there are degrees of stuff. And I think that's the big problem. Like when people cross the lines and where are the lines? Because like you go this far, well, why can't I go this far then? You know, so that's where they be, you get into the debates. But I think it, you're just talking anarchy. Forget it. Do what you want. It's all open. People would just kill people. People, you it's, know what? I don't know, man. It's kind of kind of feeling that way these days. People you know? would so. ju- will just kill people. You know, like <laughs> and, and literally the st- only the strong will survive. So there has to be some rules here. If it was just you know, do what you want, people just go in and walk into the stores and grab what they want and say, tough. People just need to get off my lawn. That's all they need. Look what Neil Young made us talk about, you know? Well, yeah, but it's true. It's no, kind of true. And I think- I've always been a Neil Young fan. And like I said last week, I mean, I think if anybody gets the opportunity and gets a pass on protests, it, it should be Neil Young. I mean, the guy... He's got it in his DNA, right? You know, I think it would have been great. Maybe I'm wrong, but if if he if he was if he was engaged and he might have been, I would love to see what Lenin would do. It all would have done with all the stuff as an older guy. Uh, it, yeah, oh, that could. I mean, there probably be some interesting things that he would have been able to do. Yeah, Lenin would have been. I think would have would, would really gravitated towards Twitter and all that stuff, and and have his voice because he was doing that back you know, in, in the seventies, you know, but mm-hmm. in, in his own little way. But I, I wonder if he'd be like a, just a quiet guy and forget about it or would he still be angry and, and still sticking up? For, I, I, I'd be interested to see that. That's a shame. I'd love to know what he'd be like now. Lennon yeah. at, at like 75. Lennon on Twitter. You Lennon going, you know, or Lennon talking about Trump or Lennon rallying the troops and like, I don't know, man, because McCartney's not that kind of, was never that kind of guy. Anyway, 
We've been babbling. Well, I know. Well, thanks to Neil Young for shining a bright headlight onto a topic for us that we discussed today. <laughs> okay. So what do we do now? Uh, so we are Let's going- learn more about, yeah. Well, we'll listen to Sleep Nation's next single, which is called Headlights, and we'll hear about MCR Crowdfund, which is our sponsor this week. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by MCR Crowdfund. MCR Crowdfund, the premier crowdfunding platform for indie music artists. Get the best elements of crowdfunding without all the hassle. To learn more, go to mcrcrowdfund.com. Again, that is mcrcrowdfund.com. Left on Monday. Found out Tuesday you were gone, gone with the wind. You were my scarlet that I would be. Clark Gable to my friends. With the wind we used to say.
I'll tell you, these ain't exactly radio cuts. <laughs> radio edits, I, man. I just really, really like it, you know. And and once again, you know, the, like the the drum sound is like, and, and and the drum performance. I mean, for those of you that are out there making your own music, I mean, that's a textbook example of what it's like to put something behind the beat, and that's that's what makes you bob your head. You know, that's a that's a funky track. Cool. I know. I, I liked like how it. it changed too. Like, well, again, it's it's again. I use the word retro. It, it, you know, it's not yep. new music. I don't think there is. Is there new music? I I, I don't know. I don't you know, think I, so. I think a lot of if it there is, is now. It's, if if there is, it's hip hop influenced, and I'm probably not because maybe because we were in the sweet spot. Because there was new music. You know, punk was new music. That was different. Based yeah, on new what wave was happening. sounded different. New yeah. waves was different because you know keyboards ska were sounded different when ska it came on. Ska was different. Yeah. Disco yeah. was different. You yeah. know, um, even yeah. grunge. You know, even though it was reminiscent grunge was of, hugely different. Right. I know there's electronic in now. I get like Billie Eilish is kind of it's 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 very peculiar. Some of it's cool. It's I, I dig yeah, it. It's but sparse and uh, yeah, I mean I, am, I ambient and all that yeah. stuff. But is yeah. it really different? Yeah. Like you know. Is there a different genre now anymore? Like I guess she's probably come as close as anybody to putting a record out there that was wildly successful that is in fact different, sounded yeah. different than the rest of the records. Yeah. Right. That's probably why she's as huge as she is right now. But it's also why those records will probably, or her artistry, unless she's willing to change, will probably, uh, people will move past it, you know? Well, again, with artists, you got to see where they go, you know, like, um, because if you think about it, the Beatles, we always bring up the Beatles, but the Beatles, to me, in retrospect, were kind of like the Jonas Brothers of their day. You know, they they were just <laughs> these four You've little, woo, before, yeah. you know, they just progressed into <laughs> something cool. They grew right. and and got, you know, became the Beatles, you know. But right, if they would have right. stayed like doing I Want to Hold Your Hand, and they would have went the, the way of the Dave Clark Five, you know, just, you know. Right, it would have been done. So let's see what you know. Gary what, Lewis, <laughs> yeah, Gary Lewis is the Playboys. So let's see what you know, because the perfect example, like you know, Bowie, another one. Bowie just kept changing and growing and doing stuff. So let's right. see where but, Billie Eilish goes. Maybe she might become yeah. something different. But really I think a lot of a lot of times too, these artists don't grow, and I think that's why we have kind of these one hit wonders. Is well, they, yeah, they get a little bit of success, but then they just they keep doing the same thing, and it's not well, what their fans want. And they don't have they don't have the talent or, or the ability to to sustain it. Like they they can do it once, but they can't replicate right. it. I mean, I guess you know the people that change the most. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of a crapshoot as to whether or not people are still interested in what they do, if they change a lot, if it's part of who they are. But if you look at back at all the classic rock folks, they didn't change that much. I mean, you know, like, uh, we talk about Billy Joel on here sometimes, you know I mean? His music basically stayed well, the yeah, same. But, for but he had years. his, but he had his five year span where he just ruled. Right. And same right. thing with Elton but John. He just kept making those you know, like the seventy two to seventy seven Elton John was like unparalleled. You know, I don't think there's a huge difference in a twenty year 
span of Tom Petty records. Well, that's why you got, you're right, but that's why if you listen to like 64 Beatles and 66 Beatles and 68 Beatles, it's go, what? It's These, completely different yeah, it's, in a very short time frame. Yeah, yeah you're they, right. That's why they're just re- ridiculous. That's what people yeah. don't get about them. That their whole recording really was six and a half years from yeah. beginning to end. Even you too, it's kind of the same thing since day one, I think, for the most part. I agree. Well, yeah, even those, I- those records sound very similar. I was going to say, even a modern day thing to bring it up, I mean, I hate to say it, Justin Bieber, he changed. He tried to change his sound and people either loved him or hated him for it. And he got a lot of backlash over the summer when well, he released his new album. So, Well, that's the yeah. problem. You're, you know, again, your audience is weird too. Bowie was was one of those guys who did different stuff. He went, yeah. he went, he went from like, you know, his early acoustic hunky dory kind of, you know, vibey singer songwriter. Then he got into a space glam nonsense. Then he got into, you know, disco and, and then that Germany stuff, Heroes and Lodge, you know, he was yeah, like. Yeah, the kind of dark stuff. Then he yeah. did Nine Inch Nails. Not Nine Inch Nails. He, he, he did, with that guy Trenton Reznor, he did a bunch of stuff with yep. him. Then he did like uh, Tin Machine, which is like <laughs> unlistenable, some of that stuff. But it's mm. like, at least he kept on trying to do different stuff. I love that. About yeah. Him. Even his yep. last record was pretty bizarre. His last record is very good. You know, Amazing, Black Star. Actually. Like He's like, yeah, yeah. so. He's one of the rare ones, you know. But if it didn't creep me out, I'd enjoy it more. <laughs> right, know, I, don't exactly. know, I don't know what he's talking about in all his songs, but probably <laughs> not good. Probably not good stuff. Anyway, we spoke to Sleep Nation, correct? We did. They answered our questions of the week. Listen at that professional production. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the first question we asked them is to tell us a little bit about themselves. My name is Brian Merritt. I'm the lead vocalist and guitarist for the band Sleep Nation, the out-of-control rock and roll dynamic duo. I like out-of-control. That's how, he, that's how he describes the music. Yeah. So what's the second question? The second question we asked are, what are you working on right now? Joey Loretta and myself are currently working on Sleep Nation's second full-length album. We have about six songs recorded. Two of those are going to get vocals and guitar here in a couple weeks. And then we're just going to keep piling on the songs. And we will hopefully have this album finished, I'm going to guess, uh, fall of 2022. So look for that. We just released our newest single, Spaceman, which is going to be on that album. And Daisy Dead from the Dead Deads provided vocals for that. And we've got some shows coming up. We've got shows in Cookville. Tennessee. We've got shows in Nashville. We're going to be opening up for a Nine Inch Nails cover band, so check it out. We've got plenty of shows coming up, so just keep in touch with our slpntn.com website. Okay. I'm most definitely going to go see him live. I feel like him and Greg would become very good friends. I don't know why. (laughs) You keep saying that. Every episode. I feel like Greg would really hit it off with that. Well, you mentioned you mentioned his uh, his Tennessee accent there. I mean, one of my most uh, wonderful experiences is working with a guy named Hans Rotenberry, who uh, is a kind of a, a a legend in the power pop world, uh, and he's from Kingsport, Tennessee, and he has absolutely, positively never shied away from uh, his uh, his accent, but yet. He makes power pop that like is revered in the UK, you know. So when he sings, it sounds like uh, the Beatles and the right. Move, 
And when he speaks, he sounds like he's on uh, cable guy. You know, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty funny. So what else do we speak to uh, Sleep Nation about? We asked right. them what other music artists have inspired your music career so far. So my biggest influences are Genesis and the solo artists that Genesis created, which would be Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins. I love all that stuff. Trent Reznor with Nine Inch Nails, U2, I'm a huge Bono fan, and The Edge. My guitar playing has been heavily influenced by The Edge. Vocals, I love the the uh, late 80s, early 90s era vocals of Bono from U2. So those are the artists that definitely have influenced Sleep Nation and everything that we're about. It's funny when I hear people's influences, when to me, I don't hear any of that in what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, um, there is a, there is a generation, um, probably two now that the number one influence in rock and roll is U2. There's no question about that. I mean, the band that I used to work with, uh, uh, Love Circle Logic all those years ago, 20 years ago, they were influenced by U2, you know, not the Beatles, you know, not the who, the, the U2. Anyway, so what's the last thing we ask these guys? The last question we ask them is, what does a successful music career look like for you? So in order to answer this question, I have to go back to like 1998. Uh, my mother, who's passed away now, gave me a book that she would write quotes and little snippets of advice, I guess, for me to use later on in life. And there's this one quote in there that she she said that, you don't have to be famous to be successful. And over the past couple of years, that's really been just like ringing true with what I do in life and, and with Sleep Nation, most importantly, because the landscape and music has changed so, so much that like streaming and the internet has just totally changed the game up. And I don't believe that you know, what a successful music career looked like back in the 80s or the 70s or the 60s, you know, is like totally different now. And I, I believe that if you're you're making an impact on the world and you're changing somebody's life or influencing someone in, in, the, in a positive realm, I believe that is the definition of being successful in music. That's cool. He's, he's right, of course, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's picked up he's picked up on our no no more rock stars. Well, I, I don't think we've invented this. I think it's kind of just how it is. It's true. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I'm saying. He's picking that up too. You know. It's uh oh. Not, uh oh. <laughs> What's today's date? I've just decided. February third, twenty twenty-two. Rock stars are back. Oh. From now on, the world will allow there to be rock stars again. Now we just got to go find them. <laughs> Let's create rock star. I want rock stars again, man. I want like, you know, but exactly. Say, man, but you see, I, I want Roy Wood with face paint. No, Slade back. You know, oh Slade, God, yeah. <laughs> what happened? It was Bring kind back of the fun. Cotton pieces, you know, with like you know Bill Graham and the <laughs> Fillmore. Yeah, the Fillmore. Right. I see these uh, these old like. Concert posters from the 60s. And this one I saw the other day was so bizarre. It was like Zeppelin, right? Led Zeppelin, Cat Stevens, and Inglebert Humperdinck. <laughs> what kind of show is that? <laughs> That's true. I go, what? It didn't, I, I, I don't think it used to matter when you kind of 
entered the metaverse, you know, when it was like they, the genres didn't used to matter so much. It's like, you know, if you were on one of the big three networks and you were on the lips of half of Americans, uh, half right. of Americans probably knew who Led Zeppelin was, and they also knew who Engelbert Humperdinck was. So. You know, you know, that's classic. The, the, one of the classic ones is how Jimi Hendrix opened for the Monkees. Yeah. So what's, are we done? I think we're done. We babbled. Yeah. You want to get on out of this episode? That's Yay. what we do best. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the 9420 Podcast. For everything that we spoke about, you can go to our website, which is 9420.com. That is the numbers 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y. Till next time, we'll talk to you all later. Yeah.